0: call in matt's been holding for a while matt uh you may be asking me about something i plan on talking about later in the show matt but go ahead hey uh guy i just had a question about that uh impd Mm -hmm. shooting video that was going going around last week now at what point if you just are walking around with a handgun in your hand say pointed at the ground at what point is that a crime well it's not Um, that is, uh, just being in possession of a gun, Matt. Um, and I'm going to talk about the IMPD shooting here later. In fact, um, I was on uh, channel eight talking to Richard Essex about that shooting. I was on hammer. Nigel uh, talked about it as well, but I'm going to go into a little more detail here on the show. Time permitting this afternoon, but listen, you know, what's illegal. Well, it's being in possession of a gun, if you can't lawfully possess a gun, Say so that, that doesn't apply. You have a license or you're carrying lawfully, lawfully interconstitutional carry. Is just having a gun in your hand a crime? No. It's illegal to point it at someone unless uh, you're justified in using force and self-defense. Uh, it's, un, it's unlawful to threaten someone with it, uh, again, unless you're lawfully justified, It's illegal to shoot it in a way that endangers some other person. That's criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon. If you're doing that intentionally, that could be anything up to and including uh, attempted murder. Um, So there's a number of crimes associated with uh, possession of a gun or pointing a gun or the use of a gun in an illegal or irresponsible way. Just having a gun in your hand, not necessarily. But the question about this shooting, and I'm going to go into this in the second hour of the show, is... Just having a gun in your hand is a little different than being in a traffic stop where you start going through your wallet, you're obviously agitated, you at one point say, I just got out of prison, which I thought was an interesting point. Then you reach back into your vehicle, grab a gun during a traffic stop and begin to run, run away, which is very important run away with that gun in your hand. and That's a little different than just, you know, me walking around Monument Circle with a gun in my hand. Now, the fact that it's in my hand, even just walking around Monument Circle, do I think that allows police just to walk up and shoot me? I don't think so. But I would also want to combine that with everything else, and because the cases, the, the law often talks about what they call the totality of the circumstances. That is an officer responding to that. Am I acting a little crazy? Am I acting a little agitated? Have I given any indication that I may hurt someone? Or I actually intend to hurt someone? Why is it in my hand as opposed to in a holster? I mean, there is any number of different issues now. Just having a gun in my hand, is it illegal? No. And we've had people do open carry protests, for instance, where they've, they've got a long gun, like an AR or an AK, and it's on a tax sling. They're at low ready. They got both hands on the gun. You got one, one hand on the four stock, they got another hand on the pistol grip. The gun's right there at low ready. That's where the tax sling holds it. And that's how they're walking around Monument Circle. Does that allow a police officer to run up and shoot them? No. But you have to look at the totality of the circumstances. And I'm going to talk about what that totality of the circumstances w- was in the context of that traffic stop, and also talk about what exactly the law is. Because there's a statute, you want to look it up, it's 35-41-3-3. And it talks about use of force to effect an arrest or prevent an escape. And there's actually a section in there that applies to private citizens, because there's such a thing as a citizen's arrest. But then there's a couple of different sections that apply to police officers. And I'll talk about what that law is and how it likely applies to that IMPD shooting. And I've, I've posted that video on my social media. You can find that on my Twitter, at Guy Relford, uh, or my Facebook, Guy A. Relford. And, uh, and and again, I did a story with uh, Richard Essex. I did an interview with Hammer and Nigel. But I, and I'm going to talk about it more, because I think my audience is a little different. And, I, and many of folks listening to this show likely didn't hear any of those segments. But I'll get more into all of that, Matt, because you raise a great question. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. We appreciate it, but make sure you join us live at wibc.com to stream or at 93.1 FM in central Indiana for The Gun Guy Show, every Saturday, 5 to 7. WIBC. So this IMPD shooting uh, is getting a lot of attention. Uh, the IMPD, to their credit, released what they call a critical incident video, and it shows the body cam video of Officer um, being involved in this shooting. And, and and his body cam video is by far the most, I think, um, informative on on what happened. But this is a traffic stop. Apparently, uh, this, this person was driving erratically, gets pulled over, and, and the video is posted. I invite you to go take a look at it. But we have the audio of at least uh, the portion where the guy pulls over, looks to be going through his wallet, the officer has asked for his license and registration. Then the guy decides, for whatever reason, to grab a gun from inside his vehicle and take off running. Get you your driver's license, Andy? I just, I just off of freezing, All right. Hold on. Don't, don't, don't come out here and talk with me. Come out here and talk with me. Come out you the second car. Another part of that very poison, Parker. Man, stop. Okay. What are doing? Oh, pursuit, eastbound three. Stop it, drop it! So there you heard it. It, it. It's faint, and I don't know if you picked it up through your radio or on the internet, but he said, just got out of prison. This is the suspect. Just got out of prison. Which I think is, is an interesting fact. And what does that tell the officer? Is that an indication this person is going to do whatever is necessary to not go back to prison? I think that's certainly a plausible scenario. And and keep in mind, these things are always looked at as what we call the totality of the circumstances. That is everything going on, everything known to that officer, everything perceived by that officer, what the officer could hear, see, experience, you name it. It's totality. It's the whole set of circumstances. So the. The person, if you haven't seen the video, he's running away from the officer. And running is perhaps not an accurate description. Um, His family's attorney released a statement that said he'd been injured in a motorcycle accident a few years ago and really wasn't capable of, of running. He's sort of hobbling quickly away, but he's got a gun in his hand. And he made the decision to grab the gun before he started running. Very, very important fact. So, a caller, I think, wisely asked a question, since when is it a crime to have a gun in your hand? Well, it's not. However, does, during a traffic stop, making a decision to grab a gun from the inside of your vehicle, because he's not just trying to get away. He made the decision to grab the gun first. Reasonable question to ask why. Then he's running away. Now, he does not... Aimed the gun back at the officer. He doesn't turn around to look at the officer. He's running toward the edge of a house. The chase doesn't, as you can tell from the audio, it doesn't go on very long. I mean, it's basically about half a yard that this guy's running through. Officer raises the gun, fires two shots, hit him once, and the person died. So what's the law in this area? Uh, I mentioned this statute before, but with respect to arresting someone, Because this guy, is it's a traffic stop. He hasn't yet been arrested. Then he takes off running. Well, what's the officer trying to do? He's trying to get to him, stop him, detain him, and arrest him. What force can an officer use to arrest someone? Well, Indiana Code, it's 3541-3-3. And it says a law enforcement officer is justified in using reasonable force if the officer reasonably believes that that force is necessary to enforce a criminal law or to effect an arrest. That's a reasonable force. However, an officer is justified in using deadly force only if the officer, one, has probable cause to believe that deadly force is necessary to prevent the commission of a forcible felony or to, the, to effect an arrest of a person who the officer has probable cause to believe poses a threat of serious bodily injury to the officer or a third person, and has given a warning, if feasible, to the person against whom deadly force is to be used. So this analysis, in terms of whether this was a legal shoot or not an illegal shoot, is going to come down to just that. Did grabbing the gun making the decision to grab not just run away, but grab a gun and run away, and then running away from the officer without pointing the gun at the officer, but with a gun in his hand, did those facts, did that totality of circumstances combine to give that officer that reasonable belief that deadly force was necessary because the person posed the threat of serious bodily injury to the officer or a third person? Who else was in the area? You can't really see anybody else in the video, not that I noticed. That's what this comes down to. again, I think that's a tough call. And would a jury find beyond a reasonable doubt the officer did not have that probable cause to believe the person poses a threat of serious bodily injury to the officer or otherwise? That's an interesting question. I don't know that anybody can look at that video and be real firm in their conviction one way or the other. And with that, that wraps up today's Gun Guy Show. Thanks so much to our callers. Thanks to you for listening. This is Guy Relford on the Gun Guy Show on 93 WIBC